and welcome to Learn a Driver Hub podcast with your host Lauren from Driving Test Success. In today's episode, we're going to share the top 10 questions which learners get wrong when using our best-selling Theory 4 and 1 app. I'm firstly going to read out the question and possible answers to go with it and then give you a moment to pick one. After that short pause, I will then read out the right answer and the explanation that goes with it. Remember, these are from the latest DVSA revision question bank, so you can be sure that these will help you revise your theory test. If you want to go old school and write these down, then make sure you pause the episode after each question. Are you ready? Let's go! Okay, up first. Number one. Where would you see a Contraflow bus lane? Is it A, on a dual carriageway? Is it B, on a roundabout? Is it C, on an urban motorway? Or is it D, on a one-way street? Pause now. Okay, so that was the first question. That was the toughest question that people tend to get wrong in our app. Are you ready for the answer? Think you are. Where would you see a contraflow bus lane? The answer is D on a one way street. The traffic permitted to use a contraflow lane travels in the opposite direction to the traffic in the other lanes on the road. So that's the explanation. Okay, so let's move on to number two. What does it mean if your vehicle keeps bouncing after you sharply press down and release on the bodywork over the wheel? Is it A, the tyres are worn? Is it B, the tyres are underinflated? Is it C, the vehicle is on soft ground? Or is it D, the shock absorbers are worn? Pause now. Okay, the answer. What does it mean if your vehicle keeps bouncing after you sharply press down and release on the bodywork over the wheel? The answer is D, the shock absorbers are worn. The explanation is, if you find that your vehicle bounces as you drive around a corner or bend in the road, the shock absorbers might be worn. To test your shock absorbers, Sharply press down and release above each wheel. If the vehicle continues to bounce, take it to be checked by a qualified mechanic. Question 3. How much more fuel will you use by driving at 70 miles per hour compared with driving at 50 miles per hour? Is it A, about 5%? Is it B, about 15%? Is it C, about 75% or is it D about 100%? Pause now. So the answer. How much more fuel will you use by driving at 70 miles per hour compared with driving at 50 miles per hour? The answer is B about 15%. The explanation is your vehicle will use less fuel if you avoid heavy acceleration. The higher the engine revs, the more fuel you'll use. Using the same gear and covering the same distance, a vehicle travelling 70 miles per hour will use about 15% more fuel than it would use at 50 miles per hour. However, don't 
travel so slowly that you inconvenience or endanger other road users. So let's move on. Number four. What safety device must be fitted to a trailer braking system? Is it A, stabiliser? Is it B, jockey wheel? Is it C, corner steadies? Or is it D, breakaway cable? Pause now. So the answer is, what safety device must be fitted to a trailer braking system? The answer is D, a breakaway cable. The explanation is, in the event of the trailer becoming detached from the towing vehicle, the breakaway cable activates the trailer brakes before snapping. This allows the towing vehicle to get free of the trailer and out of danger. Okay, next one, number five. You're looking for somewhere to park at night. When may you park on the right-hand side of the road? Is it A, when you're in a one-way street? Is it B, when you have your side lights on? Is it C, when you're more than 10 metres from a junction? Or is it D, when you're under a lamppost? Pause now. Okay, so the answer. So, you're looking for somewhere to park at night. When may you park on the right-hand side of the road? The answer is A, when you're in a one-way street. The explanation is, red rear reflectors show up when headlights shine on them. These are useful when you're parked at night, but they'll only reflect if you park in the same direction as the traffic flow. Normally, you should park on the left, but in a one-way street, you may also park on the right-hand side of the road. So, how are you doing? We're on question six now. Are you ready? Let's go. Question six. What information would be shown in a triangular road sign? Is it A, road narrows? Is it B, ahead only? Is it C, keep left? Or is it D, minimum speed? Pause now. Okay, so the answer is, what information would be shown in a triangular road sign? The answer is A, road narrows. Remember, triangular signs are warning signs. If you take the shape of a triangle with your fingers and then separate it out, it comes into a W. So you can use this to remember that it is a warning sign. The explanation for this question is warning signs are there to make you aware of potential hazards on the road ahead. Take note of the signs so you're prepared and can take whatever action is necessary. Question seven. You see these double white lines along the center of the road. When may you park on the left? Is it A, if the line nearest you is broken? Is it B, when there are no yellow lines? Is it C, to pick up or set down passengers? Or is it D, during daylight hours only? So with this question, it would normally come with an accompanying image to show you the white lines. But seeing as we're on a podcast, you just need to visualise what the double white lines would look like. If you want a reference seat, take a look in your app and have a look at this question. Pause now. Okay, so the answer. You see these double white lines along the centre of the road. When may you park on the left? The answer is C, to pick up or set down passengers. The 
explanation is, you mustn't stop or cancel. The explanation is, you mustn't park or stop on a road marked with double white lines, even where one of the lines is broken, except to pick up or set down passengers. Question 8. What should you do if you park on the road when it's foggy? Is it A. Leave parking lights switched on? Is it B. Leave dipped headlights and fog lights switched on? Is it C. Leave dipped headlights switched on? Or is it D. Leave main beam headlights switched on? Pause now. Right, the answer. So what should you do if you park on the road when it's foggy? The answer is A. Leave parking lights switched on. The explanation is, if you have to park your vehicle in foggy conditions, try to find a place to park off the road. If this isn't possible, park on the road facing in the same direction as the traffic. Leave your parking lights switched on and make sure that they are clean. Question 9. You're driving a vehicle that has anti-lock brakes. How should you apply the foot brake when you need to stop in an emergency? Is it A, slowly and gently? Is it B, slowly but firmly? Is it C, rapidly and gently? Or is it D, rapidly and firmly? Pause now. Okay, so the answer. You're driving a vehicle that has anti-lock brakes. How should you apply the foot brake when you need to stop in an emergency? The answer is D, rapidly and firmly. The explanation is, you may have to stop in an emergency due to a misjudgment by another driver or hazard arising suddenly, such as a child running out into the road. If your vehicle has anti-lock brakes, you should apply the brakes immediately and keep them firmly applied until you stop. Okay, so we're on the final question now, question number 10. Are you ready? Let's go. Number 10, why should you use the mirrors when you see a hazard ahead? Is it A, because you'll need to accelerate out of danger? Is it B, to assess how your actions will affect the traffic behind? Is it C, because you'll need to brake sharply and stop? Or is it D, to check what's happening on the road ahead. Pause now. Okay, the answer is, why should you use your mirrors when you see a hazard ahead? The answer is B, to assess how your actions will affect the traffic behind. The explanation is, you should be constantly scanning the road for clues about what's gonna happen next. Check your mirrors regularly, particularly as soon as you spot a hazard. What's happening behind may affect how you respond to the hazards ahead. Okay, so there you have it. That's the top 10 questions that learners get wrong in our 4-in-1 app. So, how did you do? Did you get 10 out of 10? Let us know. Send us a message and let us know how you did in this little quiz. We'd love to find out. If you want to revise some more, make sure you check out the link in the episode description to our Theory 4-in-1 app. Here you'll get access to everything you need to pass your theory test and the pass guarantee scheme all for £4.99. Make sure you give us a follow so you can keep in the link for upcoming episodes and we'll see you in the next one.
Have a great day.